Hi guys. Well, gang's here. Kelsey's here. She's out Kelsey's there. Kelsey's here. She never wants to come in. What is that about? Kelsey, I put on deodorant. <laughs> okay. I think I'm ready. My eyes itching. I'm Beth Davis and welcome to Teachable Tuesday. Got some hot tips for you today. You are gonna want to hear these. <laughs> Let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit. Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you for always coming, for never leaving, for your steadfast love and presence. Lord, we thank you that you're faithful, that you're working all things together for our good. And right now, God, once again, we place our trust in you. Thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father of the Son, of the Holy Spirit, amen. All right, truth time. I've been going through a little bit of a tough time these past couple of weeks, and it all started with a situation that was kind of weighing heavy on my heart. This was a few weeks ago. And so I turned to my confidant, my best heavenly friend, mother, Our Lady, right? So I turned, as you do, to Our Lady Undoer of Knots because there was literally nothing I could do about this situation. It's ongoing, it's painful, it involves a lot of people. We've tried so many things and nothing's worked. So, you know, it bubbled up again and I thought, well, I'll pray this novena to Our Lady Undoer of Knots. I started the novena. When I finished it that night, I thought, oh, I'll, I'll just check the calendar, right? I'll check and see if this happens to land on any particular feast day. And I typed in the date of when I would end the novena and wouldn't you know it, my novena to Our Lady Undoer of Knots was going to end on a feast day. And that feast was Our Lady of Ransom, also known as Our Lady of Mercy. And I felt such relief, right? The Lord heard my prayer. He was doing something about it. There was just a little confirmation or an affirmation there that God was on the case. So I prayed in confidence that this novena was going to be effective. But as I entrusted this intention to Our Lady, as she took the knot in the ribbon of my life into her hands, that God was going to undo it. And on day three, things started to change and shift in a big way. And I remember thinking, is this it? Are you doing this, Mary? <laughs> this is you, right? And sure enough, I, I finished it and there was really a great victory, great strides made on that day. But the problem wasn't over. It was ongoing. So even though I had a lot of consolation, a lot of comfort, and a deep joy, right? Spiritual joy. I wasn't happy-go-lucky, but a deep peace and joy. I was looking ahead to a very important meeting that was gonna happen in regards to this situation. I found out that meeting was happening on Thursday, October 1st, the Feast of St. Therese. So I knew what to do. I was gonna pray a novena to St. Therese, and I prayed with such confidence, right? I was leading up to the feast day. It wasn't only my prayers, my intentions, my efforts, right? But even the whole church was behind me. We were leading up to this beautiful, blessed feast day. And I was so consoled. So guess what? I 
experienced a miracle. I received a miracle on Thursday, October 1st. If I'm being honest with you, I received a couple of miracles and yet there were still some things left undone. So I decided I would pray the 54 day rosary novena. I'm sitting in mass and I thought, I think I'm gonna start today. I'm gonna look it up. When will this end, right? I've been so consoled by the church calendar, by feast days. I'm just gonna see when this lands, see if it's a good time to start. And as I opened the calendar, I realized that I would be finishing the novena, my 54 day rosary novena. I'd be finishing the portion giving thanks on Thanksgiving day. And again, I felt tremendous peace and joy. I knew that it was right. I knew that the Lord was listening and that he was taking care of me. Aren't those three beautiful examples of how the church and the Holy Spirit come alongside of us in our need. The Lord is always championing us. He's always sending help, right? And sometimes we need a little help. Sometimes we need a little encouragement. Maybe it's because a situation ha has come up and we've tried everything, right? In our own powers to remedy it, but nothing works. Sometimes we don't even know how to pray anymore about a situation. Maybe it's that you're out of a routine. You, you don't know where to start. You can't seem to keep your previous commitments, or maybe you don't even have a prayer routine and you wanna get started, but you know, it's kind of hit or miss. Might I suggest to you today to pray a novena. So a novena is just a Catholic word of saying a nine day prayer. Actually, the roots of novenas are biblical. In fact, the original novena is found in Acts chapter one, verse four. So this is after the resurrection of Jesus. The disciples are all gathered together in one place and Jesus appears to them. The resurrected Jesus appears to them, right? Talk about miraculous. You would think that's everything they need, right? Their, their savior, their best friend has been risen from the dead, right? Been raised from the dead. And yet here they are and Jesus isn't done yet. What does he say in verse four? While staying with them, he ordered them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait there for the promise of the father. Wait there for the promise of the Father. You see, with the Lord, there's always more. He leaves no detail undone, right? There's no intention, there's no need of your heart, no desire of your heart that is unseen or unknown by God. He wants to send us the promise of the Father, the Holy Spirit. He wants us to live that life of more, of power, peace, and joy, and love, all of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. So these are the biblical roots of the Catholic tradition of praying a novena, right? And I love these words of Jesus, to wait for the promise of the Father. I know when, when I'm going through a tough time, like I have been, I want answers. I want a solution and I want it right now. But many times the Lord is saying to us, wait for the promise of the Father, wait. He's not saying I'm not working on it or even it's not time yet, doesn't quite capture what Jesus is saying here. Wait, I'm working on it. I'm working all things together for your good. Wait for the promise of the Father. But this isn't a passive waiting. This isn't us twiddling our thumbs and worrying. This implies an active waiting. The disciples stayed in the upper room. They prayed, they waited with expectation that Jesus was going to be good on his 
word. They waited actively for the promise of the Father. And so you and I, when we need help, when we need encouragement, we have to wait actively. In fact, the Hebrew word most commonly used to, to translate in our English language, wait, means to be intertwined with or woven into. I, I often think about just being so close with Jesus, almost like braided in with him. Even in our waiting, we're being braided intimately into relationship. We're being held, intertwined with him, intertwined and taken into his sacred heart. This is what happens in the waiting. So while we wait, while we actively wait, why not pray a novena? Maybe even as I'm describing this, you're thinking, wow, I, I could use a little help. I could use a little encouragement. I would like to hear God's voice and be able to see what God is up to more clearly, have more and more experiences of God's faithfulness, knowing for sure that this is the Lord at work in my life. Well, I would suggest starting today that you choose to pray a novena. There are so many ways to pray a novena, so many intentions you could offer for saints you could employ to pray with you, right? The saints are constantly with us, interceding for us. They're on your team. They're already on your team. Saints you don't even know about are praying and interceding. They are wanting to see God's perfect will come to fruition in your life. They're not only on your team, but they're committed to God's team. They're committed to bringing about God's will in your life. So why not ask them to pray for you? Ask them to join you in praying for a particular intention. So if you're like, great, I would love to do this. Where do I start? Let me give you a few options. You could pray a novena to a particular saint. Okay, you could just randomly pick a saint. It could be the saint whose name you share, the saint who has a feast day on your birthday, a saint who has a feast day coming up, a saint who's a patron of a particular intention that you might have, right? A saint who's the patron of something that you love or, or something that you have in common, like your field of work, right? You could choose a novena based on the saint. You could also choose a novena based on the calendar. What's coming up? Are there any feasts coming up? Look ahead to our liturgical calendar. Check out your Blessed Is She planner and look ahead. We even actually list out novena start dates in the planner, but we don't do all of the novenas, obviously. We just pick and choose a couple of big ones, one a month. You can look to any feast day and pray a novena leading up. But remember that original novena. Remember that original pattern of nine days. And on the 10th day, that's when the Lord sent the promise of the Father. That's when he sent the Holy Spirit. So you can pray a novena anytime for any intention leading up to any day. It doesn't even have to end on a feast day or a particular feast day. I have found that the calendar, the church calendar, has been uh, tremendously consoling to me, right? Sometimes we feel so disconnected from the Lord, right? I, I talked about times when we're out of our routine or seasons change and we can't seem to find a routine or maybe you're in the midst of a health crisis or a family emergency and you just can't think straight. Allow the church, allow the bride of Christ to lead you, to guide you, plug into that rhythm of the church and let the church carry you. Let her be a mother to you. She wants to support you. She wants to give you comfort and consolation. So look at the calendar, look to the saints, the great cloud of witnesses 
and emulate the example of Jesus, obey the command of Jesus to wait for the promise of the Father. And my friends, I promise you, even if you don't see it on that 10th day, even if you don't receive what you have in your mind to receive, I promise you, the Lord sees you. The Lord is working on it and he will work all things together for your good and his glory. Amen. Let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit. Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you for the saints. Oh, thank you that we have uh, so many heavenly friends who want to come alongside us and support us. Thank you truly, God, that we are never alone. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You are the promise of the Father. You are the fulfillment of the promise. Thank you for never leaving us, Holy Spirit. Mother Mary, thank you for being our mother. Saint Joseph, thank you for being a foster father. Thank you to our guardian angels and um, all the angels who surround us. You send us help from heaven, God, and we thank you. We place our trust in you. We make a decision right now to have faith in the help that you send us. Thank you, Lord. Send us today some sign, some consolation and comfort. Help us to know your presence, your protection, and your help. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you, friends. I'm praying for you. Talk to you later. Bye.